range anxiety and who's going to let those dogs out today. I know who's going to let the dogs out today. In fact, in about 30 minutes, it's all going to be let out and the dog's going to go for a run around the park. Now, this is normally 30 years of automotive tuning experience in 30 minutes, but today we're going to have a bit of fun. We're not going to talk about much to do with cars today because there's many more important things to talk about on range anxiety and of course anyone that's anyone that's got a set of eyes and a set of ears would know exactly why i picked who let the dogs out by the baja men great track guys as my intro today anyone anyone bueller anyone right it's all about dogecoin and the doge father and Dogecoin Rise, and the Doge Pump, and Doge to $1. It's one of the most exciting things that's been happening in the cryptoverse for, well, since forever, since nerds discovered Bitcoin, I suppose. You see, not many people get it, not many people understand it, and I'm not sure I do either. Now, I've been playing around with crypto for a few years, um, not particularly successfully. In fact, the best investment advice I can ever give anyone is to watch exactly what I do and do the opposite seems to work pretty well. But before we, we go any further, I do not offer any financial advice. I haven't got a clue what I'm talking about. Please do not listen to me at all. Listen to this Epicast only to have a laugh. If you want to invest money in anything, go see someone that's qualified. There you go. Not me. So, as I sit here, we're about 30 minutes out from Saturday Night Live airing in New York City. And what's that got to do with anything? Well, tonight, the Doge father, as he's called himself, Elon Musk, along with Miley Cyrus, and possibly a Shinobu, which is a dog, are hosting the show. Now, um, I don't know how Musk is gonna go with all of this, uh, because he, he's normally not the most uh, fluent of speakers, say. Uh, Miley, she's pretty cool, she's pretty good. And the dog, I'm sure, will woof if the dog appears live. But the whole world is sitting there with fingers crossed, waiting, because Musk allegedly is going to pump Doge and the price is going to skyrocket. I've been dabbling with Doge for more the last six months. I must admit, I sold a little overnight and I bought a little, uh, again, about 40 minutes out from the airing of the show. Um, because it sort of found a, a lowish support, you know, at 64. So I thought I'd get another bag full there, and I'm probably just about to lose my pants. See, the thing with Elon is it could go either way. He might get on there, get on there and say, you know, he's been saying stuff like Dogecoin is the new currency, is going to be the currency of Mars. Yeah, we're going to put someone up there first before they can start worrying about spending money. But every time... Elon says anything. On the Twitterverse, the price goes nuts and pumps. And, you know, we're going to have this whole new generation that we have already. This whole new generation of Dogecoin millionaires that are late teenagers, early 20s, that are never going to have to work again as long as they live. They're going to be worth 10 to 15 to 20 million dollars from a simple thousand dollar investment. And, you know, that's great. I think it's exciting. It really, really is exciting. So what is Dogecoin? Well, like I said, I don't know a lot about it, but it was invented some years back. I think it was a university student or a student-based thing. Now, everyone knows or should know what a meme is. A meme is 
basically the currency of the internet. So, you know, it's a picture with a, with a comment and block letters on it. Like, you know, uh, there's many, many famous memes around, you know, of the, the, like the little boy with his fist clenched that everyone, you know, puts their own words to. There's, there's many, many different memes. Now, if someone came up with a good meme, uh, other fellow meme enthusiasts would pay them in Dogecoin. And Dogecoin is about 0.0001 of a cent. So if you really liked a meme, you would send them 100 Doge to their crypto wallet. And that's pretty much what it was there for. Um, it was a currency of memes. Now, a meme is a pretty useless thing, but, <coughs> excuse me, all unto itself, it's the most important part of the internet as well, because there would really be no reason to go online if it wasn't for memes, in my opinion. And so people have been trading around this Dogecoin, and, and, and the head of Dogecoin is a dog, the Shina Ibu, I think it's the way to pronounce it. It's a Japanese dog. I don't know why they picked that dog. It was something probably to do with a reference to Satoshi, who was the you know alleged mastermind behind Bitcoin that nobody knows anything about. So we got the Shiba Inu, the Doge, and we've got the meme currency that you flick around between people. And that's about it. That's about all it was ever used for. It was considered, uh, there are many uh, different ways of talking about um, Doge. It was considered what they call a shit coin, a joke coin, a meme coin. It was just basically useless and there were no real world uses for it. Now that's all changed. You see, because Electric Jesus, the techno king, the imperator of Mars, has decided it's the crypto of the people and has spruiked that fact, the price has gone absolutely nuts. So, you know, in uh, I, I can tell you from people I know, a simple $1,000 investment in January is now $100,000, or, you know, close enough to. People are making bags and bags of money out of this stuff, but where is the money coming from? You see, everyone wants to get rich, out of Doge, everyone wants to get rich full stop. I mean, can you blame them? But the money's always got to come from somewhere because it's a tradable asset on many different exchanges like, you know, Binance and CoinSpot and oh, I don't know where it, you know, how many actual platforms it's on. I use CoinSpot for it, good Australian safe thing. Um, it, it's all of a sudden, there's all this money been invested into it. Hundreds of millions and billions of dollars of people buying bags of Doge waiting for Musk to make his next tweet about it. And the, the, there are, the problem with it is, though, is that it's not it's not for everyone because for everyone making money, like, like everything on this earth, there is someone losing money. So, you know, if the price goes up because of supply and demand and people are paying more and more to get it, people are selling back into you. So, you know, all that's happening is the money shifting around and there's new money coming in, maybe from other shit coins or from other financial institutions. Um, it is probably because it's all based on Musk's word and not anything of any technical merit that I can see, it is a very, very a dangerous game. It's what we know in the business or they know in the business, I'm not in the business of it, but it's what they call a pump and dump. Now, People are complaining uh, that Musk should be pulled up by the SEC, uh, the securities in the US for, you know, uh, doing irresponsible things, but he's not actually telling anyone to buy it. In fact, he made a video 
well, I saw a video the other day with him and saying, you got to be careful and, you know, don't put in what you can't afford to lose and, and don't, you know, if you don't know what you're doing, don't buy it. So, you know what that did, right? Just made more people run out and buy it. Everyone wants to be like the richest man in the world. So, in about, oh, what is it now, 20 minutes, um, yeah, every man and his doge are going to have their finger sitting there watching Musk on TV, on their laptops, with their finger over the sell button, waiting for him to say something, or buy button, waiting for him to say something either A, super smart, or B, super stupid. <laughs> and he could go either way. And one thing I can guarantee you is that when it does go either way, it's going to go the way that it chooses in a bloody big hurry. What's my prediction? Uh, I don't really have one. I mean, I know of Elon well enough in the way he is that he might just say the whole thing was a joke or he might be sitting there. I doubt if he will, actually. He might just be sitting there stroking the dog saying, oh, we're going to do something with this and we might start taking this for our cars. Now, or our power walls or, you know, whatever it is that Tesla decided to make and sell. So it's going to go either way really, really, really hard and very, very fast. A matter of minutes, the price could triple. So, yeah, it, it's going to be an interesting time. And, you know, we're all excited. I stayed up. I'm absolutely wrecked today. So I stayed up uh, a lot of last night watching what the price action was. And, yeah, as predicted, there was... You know, it had got a bit too high and a bit too hot and a bit too strong. So people started selling it down. Now, it was either whales, as I like to call them, with the big bags of this stuff, getting out before Musk opens his pie trap. Or it was some of the bigger traders deliberately driving the price action down. So about now, as I'm sitting here doing this Epicast 20 minutes out, they can get a red hot cheap entry that they might have missed out on a day or two ago. Market manipulation, well, um, from what I know, and again, it's very, very little, every stock on every market seems to be manipulated. Whether it's bots doing it or whether it's financial institutions doing it, the manipulation is real and it's palpable. Um, I'm probably looking forward uh, more to see Miley than I am Elon, to tell you the truth. But, you know, even though he's a brilliant genius and I love his cars, he's probably not the world's best speaker. But we'll see. I could be totally wrong about that too. What we do know, though, is that fresh out of Texas, uh, from the Austin Gigafactory, they shipped the uh, Cybertruck, or a Cybertruck. I think it's the Cybertruck, the only running Cybertruck, I believe, from all of my research. There is only one at this stage. They um, shipped that over to New York uh, before Saturday Night Live, obviously, and like 24 hours ago, they were rolling heavy through the streets of Manhattan in the Cybertruck. It almost looked like CGI, but it wasn't, you know, there were new Model S's following it, and, you know, he had a, a Elon had his full entourage around him, and I don't even know if he was in the truck, nobody really knows, but they were actually cruising this monster through the streets of uh, New York City, and it looked, it looked super cool, you know, it, you know, around Manhattan, and just fantastic, it looked like a scene out of a sci-fi movie, and uh, you know, for all those people that are lined up saying Cybertruck will never exist, they'll never make it, it won't look anything like that when it's built. I've got some bad news for you. I mean, Elon could be a bit of a nutter at times, but he ain't going to be dragging this thing out, smashing it up and down public roads everywhere if they're not building it. And in fact, they're, they're just putting the finishing touches or getting close to putting the finishing touches on the factory that's dedicated just to build this truck in none other 
than Austin, Texas. I mean, where else would you want to build a big truck other than in Texas? So exciting times. Um, personally, my dream would be to buy my Cybertruck that I ordered. I ordered on the first day, first hour. I thought it was a meme at first when I saw a picture of it, and I thought, how could someone make a car so ugly? But since then, it's changed my mind, and I think Cybertruck is actually quite beautiful because it's functional, and, you know, it's not like a lot of trucks and things are just covered in fake chrome and ugly shit ornaments, bonnet vents, crap that does nothing, right? It's just pure wank factor decoration, and you won't find any of that, not one bit of it on Cybertruck. In fact, everything on Cybertruck suits or serves a purpose. And that's what I like about design when it comes to cars, you know. I hate glitz and glitter and shit that does nothing. I love uh, stuff that works and does something. So yeah, you know, if I can uh, buy a Cybertruck out of Doge, I'd be more than happy. One of the chances of it happening, well, there's not going to be Okay, I'm going to pass a tissue someone. Allegedly, there's not going to be a right-hand drive Cybertruck, so I'm never getting one anyway, uh, unless we bring one over and convert it, which I would love to do, but I think because I ordered from Australia, um, even though I was in the first hour and put down my money, which was stuff all was a couple hundred dollars or something, I think I'll have been put to the back of the queue, like in the um, bottom drawer, do not make sort of bin, because right-hand drive. What I should have done is logged in uh, via the American um, uh, ID on the Tesla site and ordered a car to be delivered there and then shipped it to Australia and converted it ourselves. I mean, it's not that hard. You don't have all of the crap that you have in a conventional left-hand drive, the right-hand drive conversion. I mean, it's all steer-by-wire and, you know, the dash is central and in the middle and you know what I mean? It makes a bit of sense. Obviously, there'll be some software glitches like, you know, passenger side and driver side mirrors and everything will be different and all of that kind of thing. But the actual driving and mechanics of it, moving the pedals and moving the steering, um, isn't that hard. And because the dash itself, like the actual panel, looks like a something out of a tin shed, um, it probably wouldn't be that hard to transfer across either. So, yeah, that's my dream. Um, obviously our regulators here in Australia, because they're nitwits, um, we'll try and like kill on it because it doesn't have mirrors, it uses cameras, they'll be worried about, you know, cutting pedestrians in half with the, you know, sort of, uh, rolled front, uh, pointy <laughs> nose of it, if you've seen it. And, you know, there'll be all of this like crash safety stuff because it's so bloody strong, undentable, unbreakable windows, well, kind of unbreakable if you watched uh, the release, biggest media stunt ever. Um, yeah, in, and, you know, there'll be probably, it'll be too reflective, even though it's like a matte colour and uh, that sort of stainless DeLorean-style finish. Uh, will they be delivered like that? I believe some will be, but uh, Tesla themselves, a uh, cool company that they are, investing megabucks in their own internal uh, vehicle wrapping facility, allegedly. And so you'll be able to order your Cybertruck wrapped, which is, you know, pretty darn cool. So, look, we're going to cut this Epicast really, really short. Today is a short one because it's getting close to kickoff time. We've only got about five minutes before the show is on the road in uh, New York, you know, which is 1 p.m. Sunday in Australia. We are, you know, we've always been ahead of the Americans. 
Isn't that right, American listeners? And yeah, I'm going to be sitting there over the bond sell button and trying to buy a Cybertruck out of Doge. And, you know, if Uncle Elon or Big Daddy can gift me such a thing, I'd be more than happy to take it. So, like I said, I'm going to wrap this up now. Thanks for listening. It's a super cool, a badass epicast, as Elon would say. And uh, because I'm such a nerd and a fanboy, uh, I'm going to just, I'm going to shut off now and I'm going to dive headlong into it. Any queries, questions, anything you want to know, remember, send them to me at dtech, D-T-E-C-H, at S-E-N-E-T S-E-N-E-T dot com dot A-U. And by the time this is up on Spotify and you listen to it, it's all going to be run or won either way and I you probably pass me on King William Street with a begging bowl in front of me. So look, thanks for listening. Wish you all luck. Keep holding your doge and send it to the moon.